Welcome to the Lift As You Climb podcast, where it's all about the journey and the joy to discovering who you are now and deciding who you want to become and embracing your genuine identity, influence, and impact. In each episode, we'll explore how life's experiences have prepared us for what we choose to do next and how to create our encore, write our own script, and star in the next stage of our lives. I'm your host, your next business strategist and transformation catalyst, Isabel Banerjee. Welcome, everyone. I'm glad you're here again as we continue to talk about the theme change. It happens to all of us, whether we want it or not. But being in the driver's seat on change, as I shared in our earlier episode, driving change and working through difficult changes, as I talked about in Change Decoded. Is part of this peeling back of the layers and complexity of change, even grieving change, as we talked about last week. Today, my topic is unpacking change. That is an intentional play on the situation because, in fact, I'm in the midst of packing. I hadn't quite planned to come out right now and disclose all of my personal situation. But after a party in my honor, a voyage party, you might say, and best wishes for the next chapter of my life, a friend posted some photographs on social media with great, great intentions. She revealed that I am packing this week. And I am moving back to Canada. If you're as smart as I know you are, you're reading between the lines and going, oh, divorce, divorce. And yes, that is the reason that I have changed on my mind so much these days. Upcoming episodes on this podcast will be irreconcilable change and uncoupling change. That's the two sides of the opposite perspective that I'm going to share my thoughts on with you. But today, because I'm staring at the calendar and I know that I've only got two more days to finish packing all up a decade of living in another country and moving back, reestablishing myself in Canada, at least for a while, as I sort out what this next stage of my life is going to be like and where I want to settle, how I show up, as I say in my terms, who am I now? It's been no easy emotional journey working through the change of a relationship, the change of status, and all the baggage that comes with that emotionally regret and grief, disappointment and anger, worry and hurt and concern. All the while, I had to stay focused on sorting through the household. What's yours? What's mine? What's ours? How we divide it? 
what do I want to take forward into my new residence, my new life? And unpacking a lot of memories associated with these physical items. No one will say that I am the most organized person that certainly I have many strengths and skills, but I do have a penchant for doing things on tight deadlines and under pressure. Because of my circumstances, I have opted to do this packing myself with very little help, except for one amazing friend, Diana, who came and packed my art collection with me. I am so grateful for that. Oh my gosh, our vitamin G is so essential during times of personal change. Keep those relationships, those beloved girlfriends close to you. Nurture them because these are the days that you need them so much. I have a pod which is being delivered like a shipping container instead of a moving truck. It's the do-it-yourself movers solution where the empty pod will be delivered to my driveway. I have hired some muscle to help load the contents in and secure it properly for transit thousands of miles across the continent. But I'm running out of time and I'm starting to panic that I'm packing stuff that I don't want or I don't need or I will run out of space. That made me realize that in the last couple of weeks, I have packed so emotionally based on a sense of obligation that I'm carrying around from past lives, past moves. Movie is stressful at any time. There's just no denying that. There's just so many things that have to be considered. What to take, what to give away, what to leave for somebody else, what to donate, how to leave things clean and organized, how to make sure things arrive in good condition on the other end. And I particularly felt this as I looked at a lamp that I had to decide about taking or not. There's a story attached to this lamp. It belonged to my mother who has been gone from this earth for several decades. My childhood was at a farm in Canada, and we had a pretty simple existence. We didn't have a lot of very elegant or decorative things. I'm pretty confident that each of you could think of a particular item with great emotional attachment, deep memories attached to it, that may resonate with the story I'm about to share with you. On the weekend, I was packing my office, and as I looked around, I saw up on the top shelf in a safe, safe space, a lamp that belonged to my mother. Back in the 60s, a television set was a piece of furniture of great prominence in the family living room. On top of the television, my mother was very proud to showcase on top of one of those lovely crocheted doilies, a lamp which was the faces of comedy and tragedy, you know, the theatrical icon. This was a green ceramic lamp. 
absolutely hideous pea soup colored green, in my opinion, as a child. There that lamp sat, and we had to be very careful as children that we didn't touch it, that we didn't knock it. Now, unfortunately, four kids in the house, time passed by, and the lamp was cracked and damaged many times. But my mother very lovingly and painstakingly glued that lamp back together time and time again. It's as delicate as a dinosaur with little tiny fractures in it. I asked my father for that lamp after my mother died, and I have transported that lamp like a Fabergé egg from multiple of my own homes and across the border 10 years ago to Arizona. Here I was again, faced with packing this treasure, this heirloom, again to go back and thinking, holy gosh, it would be like breaking my mother, breaking my bond with her if something were to happen to this land in transit. Although, well, the other voice in my head was saying, oh my God, but it's so hideous. It's chipped and cracked and glued. It's an ugly green, and it really holds no value in your life other than you're still attached to your mother. And I realized that a wave of guilt was flowing over me, and I stopped to consider that And I realized the reason that I had made such a priority of protecting this lamp and keeping it with me for the last 20, 25 years, perhaps, was I felt guilty that I didn't show my mother enough love while she was alive, that I didn't value her enough and didn't realize what a very difficult life she endured to raise and protect her children. It's taken a while to process, and with the help of my vitamin G network, my grief or regrets about my relationship with my mother, my memories of the good times and how I grew to respect her more and more as I became a mother, as I aged, as I experienced relationships that were disappointing and difficult. My memories, they were not in the lamp. They're in my heart, and they will always be there. And that silly old lamp has absolutely no power over how I treasure my mother, how I will stay connected with her throughout my life if I choose to do so and keep my thoughts about her ever-present. Like the air I breathe. I think of the chaos that I have put myself through, the stress I've put myself through in the last couple of weeks of packing up things that I should have released long before this move moves in the past, that I've been conditioned to accumulate things in my life conditioned to feel guilty about letting go of stuff because it was a gift to me or there was some idea that it was attached to respecting and loving somebody. 
I mentioned my girlfriend had come to help me pack up my art collection. Now, in retrospect, I think how very stupid was that? Because the pieces are large and unwieldy. It took a lot of choreography and logistics on her part to package them for transit. These were art pieces that were from my business life in the past, or for a different home and decor style, or gifts to me from a time and a place and relationships that no longer matter to me. And yet, I haven't deeply ingrained in me any, having been brought up in a very modest home environment, waste not, want not, and also have been brought up in be grateful for everything that has been given to you, whether you want it or not. You were always supposed to be excited and grateful for the gifts that you were given. But I have not been well-schooled in releasing, letting go of what I have accumulated that no longer serves me. In the episodes preceding this podcast, I've shared with you that part of my now evolution is learning to love and treasure the parts of me and the experiences in my life that have brought me to who I am now today. But letting go of the things that no longer serve the future that I want, letting go of the people and the habits and the stuff that doesn't help me to be more of who I choose to become and that keep me anchored in who I was. It's no wonder that Marie Kondo has become so incredibly vital and that people are embracing that whole aspect of downsizing and decluttering and clearing out stuff that does not bring us joy. Here I am, I have to laugh at myself thinking, I know this, I know this stuff. And I've got really smart, amazing friends that teach this stuff. I wish I'd thought a lot more about this a couple weeks ago before I filmed all those boxes that are carefully packed and taped and labeled. Because when I get to the other end that I am unpacking, I'm going to have to go through this emotional vetting again. But I promise you I'm going to do that because I am here on this journey and I promise you that I will share what I learned through this process of unpacking change this time. How does that make me more of who I am now and who I want to become? My friends, look around you. Look inside your heart and mind. Remember the people that we love, the experiences that we have treasured, the knowledge that we have accumulated, our lifetime vault of tensive knowledge and experience is not attached to the stuff and you don't have to drag it into your future. So before I pack it up today, pun intended, don't forget that you can take advantage of my journey and mining learnings and the tools that I've created to help myself and all my clients. One of the ones that I think is very relevant to this conversation is my change decoded system. 
the link for the free download of that will be including in the show notes. Change decoded system may help you decide which things you should take forward into your future, which relationships, and which new visions for yourself. Goodbye for now. Thank you for spending this time with me. I hope our conversation added value to your day and expanded your vision for your legacy and impact. Please join me in increasing my impact and expanding my reach to more people by sharing this episode on social media or leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. To catch all of the latest from me, subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform. Connect with me and others in my community Facebook group, The Lift As You Climb Movement, where you can engage, be inspired by, and grow with a tribe of like-minded people. As I evolve as a podcaster and a spokeswoman for collaboration and economic empowerment, your input and feedback are especially important to me. I welcome your suggestions and questions to hello at theencorecatalyst.com. Until we meet again, please remember that your success may be the foundation to someone else's. Together, we can raise success ladders around the world. Mm-hmm.